It's the Todd Barry Podcast coming from my apartment in New York City during the quarantine. Not the high-tech studio I usually use. Uh, I'm not going to do that intro where I rattle off my tour dates, but that's for obvious reasons. And uh, But there are tour dates, so you should check them out. ToddBarry.com. They're my uh, rescheduled dates and ones that are far away. And who knows if they'll happen. Ted Alexandro, what are you doing? Hey, buddy. I'm, mostly uh, I'm, I'm uh, celebrating your birthday today. Oh, I forgot. Oh, man. How did I forget to mention that? <laughs> yeah. I guess after tweeting about it and posting an Instagram about it, I guess I... Uh, it slipped your mind in this medium? <clears throat> yeah. What a, how crazy it is. This is your second time on my podcast, by the way. Uh, welcome back. Good to be back. Yes. Um, how are you feeling, man? How is the... Is, is it an odd birthday? Or are you still able yeah, to it's, enjoy it? It's, yeah, it's a weird one. It's, uh, you know, I went to bought myself a cupcake today. <laughs> there you go. That, that's fucking sad, right? Uh, it depends on how you look at it. I think it's uh, it's kind of adorable. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's, another, that's another way of saying it's sad. But I, uh... <laughs> Perhaps. perhaps. Um, what did you do today? Well... My wife and I did something we had been talking about for several days now, and we hopped in the car and drove out to a park uh, further out in Queens because we, you know, we were wavering on, um, you know, should we just stay indoors for the foreseeable future? But then it just got to the point where we're like, you know, let's get some air, some sun, It'll yeah. wonders for our uh you know, just for our overall mood, just to to breathe deep and to have the sun on our faces. So we, we took our little three-month-old boy and we packed the car. We went to Cunningham Park and there's some little trails and stuff. So we didn't really encounter anybody. You know, uh, one one couple was walking at one point, but they were, you know, a safe distance away. But uh, yeah, it was it was great. It really kind of, uh, it did did the trick. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been going for walks, and but I've been I've also been shopping, which I don't know, I don't know. I might start ordering Fresh Direct, not to do a plug for them, but I uh, yeah, because I, I, it is hard to shop in a grocery store and not get within six feet. But I also wonder because I also know that I think the World Health Organization said three three feet. I don't know. Is but that right? Case, yeah, but in any case, I, I think also it's probably more of an issue of someone sneezing or coughing. But at the same time, I am keeping my distance. and uh, Yeah, and also I think it's like the virus lives on surfaces for, I don't know, how is it? Is it like days? Is it hours? I forget. You know, you hear It depends on the surface, yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, uh, so you know, I mean, I've been shopping in the last couple of weeks. We, you know, we had like a pediatrician appointment. So we, we try to just double up on anything where we have to leave the house. We, so you uh, can go to the doctor, doctor appointments, you can still go to the doctor? Well, you know, we called our, our doctor and said like, you know, because it was for my son's vaccines. So we were like, uh, can we put this off for a while? Like it was, I don't know, it just felt like maybe a little compromising to go into a doctor's office where there's like sick kids and stuff. But they were separating the visits into like sick visits and well visits. 
So we went in the uh, the afternoon when it was like the well visits, and I guess they sufficiently clean the place before that switch happens. So I don't know if the doc, you know, sometimes you wonder if these doctors are so used to seeing like the, you know, the, the, the worst things happen that like they kind of downplay everything. But uh, this yeah. guy, he felt like it was no big deal. I've also had doctors. Can you still hear me? Yes. Um, I've also had doctors where sometimes you wash them, wash their hands and you're like, I don't know, maybe another five seconds on that <laughs> yes guy who works yeah. with sick people all day yeah well i mean and this guy fortunately he did have a mask on at this point it was far enough along that like he had a mask on he had gloves on but he mentioned to us you know we were just kind of making small talk about you know the virus and about like what how he's doing you know and what, what's been going on with with him and he mentions that he's been volunteering at the uh, – not volunteering. I guess like going to the emergency room because they need doctors, you know. So he's right. been, he said he's seen like several coronavirus patients and this was, you know, like maybe a, a week, week and a half ago. But that uh, was like alarming. We were like maybe maybe you could have mentioned that when we – Yeah, yeah. Discussed. I don't know. What's he supposed to – like how does he know you're not sick? Exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, you know – I. I actually called uh, my doctor yesterday because I've had, uh, I mean, not like a a steady cough, but enough of a cough that uh, I was concerned. You know, of course, in this in these times, you think that the slightest cough or runny nose or anything, you know, could be the virus. So I wound up getting like a virtual appointment, not with my doctor, but through like the NYU Langone app. Uh, They set up with a um, with a doctor that you just essentially have a video conference with. And, um, you know, he just assured me that being 51 years old and being in good health generally, uh, they couldn't, you know, I didn't qualify for a test right now. It, my conditions would have to be a lot right. worse with the cough and a runny nose. So, you know, um, yeah, but it's, it's just strange times. Cause you, you do wonder, um, I mean, obviously, like I'm not in like severe condition, but it's rare that I even get sick. So uh, with the amount of travel that we do, like it crossed my mind, like, oh, I was in Canada. I was uh, in the Midwest, like, you know, just even being in airports. Yeah, I wonder, uh, I I just read something about how someone wrote that they counted how many people were on their flight and it was like at 18% full or 20% full. Oh, wow. But except for the first class upgrades. <laughs> it's still not a good thing. Except mm. for those easy easy upgrades. <laughs> um, are you yeah. writing any stand up? Well, I've been doing a, a a nightly live stream on Instagram, so I know we did one together. Yes, we did. Yes, we Is that did. Is a scheduled thing or do you just do it? Well, scheduled in the sense that I've I've been doing them more or less every night, uh, five out of the last seven or something like that, six out of the last eight. Um, yeah, so usually somewhere in the seven to nine Eastern, I do the live stream and then, um, you know, it just, it lives on, it lives on the, the Instagram stories for 24 hours, but I've also been uh, saving them because I, I might cut together like a, a best of because it is like it's kind of just like a either like a podcast or like a rant of sorts, and it has its moments where you know there are some ideas that 
when I listen back to it, I'm like, oh, that's that's kind of a bit, you know. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll clip them together. I feel like it's going to be weird when we are allowed, if we are allowed to ever. Like it's, I don't think I'm going to ever look at a crowd the same way for a while. Like I might just look like, what are you guys doing, standing next to each other? <laughs> We're sitting next to each other. But yeah, um, yeah, that's why like the things that I'm hearing about uh, a possible return to work for for many people in like yeah 15 days or something like that like i can't see myself feeling comfortable in a crowded comedy no. club well that's just week. that's just trump wants to reopen his hotels so yeah yeah i think yeah no and not just him just like uh you know i think it's it's the businesses having the ear of the politicians and they kind of work in concert. And I think they decide like, I think, you know, they prioritize really the, the economy. Um, and I think right now that's foolish. And there's also people who are smarter than him. A lot of people who are going to be like, no, I'm not opening my business. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't, uh, think that too many people, unless, you know, I mean, obviously everyone's, uh, position is, is different depending on, how many people you're supporting, your finances. Uh, you know, some people even throughout this whole thing have had to, to go to work. Um, so, yeah, but you would think that anyone that either just prioritizes their health, period, uh, or doesn't uh, have like severe financial needs uh, would just wait it out and say like, no, man, I'll, I'll, I'll lose my job if I have to, but I'm not going to put myself in harm's way. Right. I don't know, man. I, it's also, I mean, it's not funny, but you watch him and he acts like, Trump acts like, you know, there's just, a, we have different opinions, like him and Fauci, like, you, it's because he knows what he's talking about and you don't know what you're talking about and you still think your opinion's fucking worth anything. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, this yeah. This has got to be political, man. Yeah, well, that's what's crazy about Trump <laughs> is he's always, uh, even like mildly entertaining to the extent that someone that inept and that incompetent, uh, there is, there's always an air of comedy to it because it's like you shake your head, you know, in disbelief, like this guy can't be, can't be serious, you know, like, uh, so yeah, there, there is, I mean, from day one of when he was running really up until now, it's, it's always had that element. I mean, he is, you know, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but, uh, I feel as though he's a master entertainer, you know, like you can't take away the fact that the no, guy, I do uh, agree. He's a master entertainer. I, I, I loathe him as a politician and as a, basically as a human being, but he's a master, uh, like entertainer. Right. I mean, yeah, I, there is part of me that understands. I mean, he's, he can be funny actually. I hate to he's say like, it. He's like a road comic, right? Like yeah. you know, comics who kill. Like, uh, like, you know, they might do stuff that, that I personally would never do, uh, but they're killing and I, and I understand <laughs> why it has an appeal. I feel like you're talking about May night right now. <laughs> I'd never do say. You, uh, what was your last show? Uh, that's a good question. I think my last show was at the cellar. I did a couple of shows in early March. I haven't worked in probably like three weeks now. Um, yeah, so I did. I did a couple of cellar spots, and I was supposed to do that um, live at the cellar for Comedy Central on like a Wednesday, yeah. uh, and I canceled. That was like the first one that I canceled, 
And then I just told Esty, uh, you know, the booker at the seller, I just told her, I'm going to, I'm going to clear my schedule going forward. Cause I had like maybe four spots lined up going forward. And yeah. I just figured like, let me just tell her until I, until I get a better handle on what the hell's going on, I'm just going to not work. Yeah. How many of those, how many, do you know how many Gaffigan dates you've done? How many have I done? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've counted, but oh man, well, it's like six years or something like that. So I, I don't. It's hundreds. I don't. I, you know, I, I don't know the number. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, we were supposed to go to Mexico like the last week of March, and um, you know, I canceled that with him like around the same time that I canceled those seller dates, and then obviously he he wound up canceling as well. But uh, I guess you know, I mean, we're all kind of just seeing where things go from here but uh we were also supposed to be at radio city in in april oh yeah 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 but that got moved to i think july i was almost gonna ask him for a guest set on that (laughs) (laughs) can i do a guestie at radio city (laughs) so let me ask you about these so you had started getting used to performing in like arenas right he still does a fair amount of those right yeah yeah more and more of those uh i would say it's I don't know. I mean, maybe 50-50 or 60% theaters, 40% arenas. Um, it just depends on whether he wants to do two shows at a theater versus one at an arena. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's exciting, man, because like you said, there is an element of getting used to it um, initially, you know, like because we do like these NBA arenas where it's depending on how they configure it, it could be 10 to – 13,000 people. Uh, and folks are, uh, depending on where, oh, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Um, depending on where they're sitting, a a portion of them and probably the majority of them, to be honest, are watching the the big screen over a head. Right. Do you, I know I've asked you about this before, but do you, do you get, I mean, are you a little nervous? Um, honestly, now it's almost like any other show. Uh, really? Yeah. It's exciting. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I don't get excited. Uh, so I mean, maybe the answer is not no to that. It's just, it manifests in more excitement than in any kind of fear, you know, that people associate nerves with fear. But for us, I think like at a certain point, nerves might be more, uh, excitement, than like fear of not doing well, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, it, uh, once you kind of get the hang of, of performing in front of that many people and, uh, I make it a point cause a lot of those are in the round too, in, in yeah. the arena ones. So I make it a point to kind of just pivot a little bit and make sure that those who are looking at me directly and not, and not the screen that I, I give them my attention, uh, and just kind of, they each get, you know, because like just like when you're a fan at a show, right? Like you want to think that the performer is is looking at you, or, or at least right. Um, damn, is, <laughs> is it? It's so weird that we don't know. I mean, everyone's in the same boat, but like we don't, like if we reschedule stuff, mm-hmm. like is, oh, is that going to still happen? Just because we rescheduled it, probably. It doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's really no definites right now, you know, because you hear some uh, folks speculate that it could go into the fall. 
just in terms of like there could be a second wave in the winter. Yeah, that's what Dr. Fauci was saying. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if Trump know. agrees with him on that, so I should get a double a second opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird to be in this position, right? Like I was saying to to my wife earlier, there is something exhilarating about uh, everything just being up in the air. There's, you know, obviously not to make light of the fact that people are getting sick and some are dying. You know, I'm not I'm not uh, just just putting that putting that aside, but. <laughs> Yeah, why are you making light of that, Tim? No. <laughs> it's so like you to do that. <laughs> but I mean, just in terms of our our whole lives have been upended, and like we don't know what tomorrow is going to look like, or next month, or you know, or two months. So it, there's something very freeing and exhilarating, but also obviously uh, upsetting about all that. Have you have a lot of? I, I'm surprised. Like, I feel like I expected more people to check in on me and also for me to check in on more people. But I think we're just back to, yeah, we don't talk to each other hardly ever, except when we run into each other. Well, I think maybe with social media, we have this sense that we're kind of in touch with everyone anyway. If you know, like if, right. you, like, if you like their tweet or your reply or whatever, but yeah, no, there is, there is something to be said for uh, like actually talking to someone or, or, even a text is is obviously more intimate than that, but than than just uh, social media. I mean, I find myself. I mean, there's not. I mean, there's only certain things you can say, but I do find myself feeling guilty that I like literally send the same text back to people. Like, well, hope you're doing well under the circumstances. Yeah, you know, just. But <laughs> it's hard to get creative with every fucking thing we do, right? That's true. That's true. But I think the gesture is appreciated. You know, yeah, so, yeah. You know, I don't care if someone's generic. But yeah, yeah. As long as they don't copy and paste and like you put the wrong, they put the wrong name in yours. You yeah. Know? I always personalize the thing before I copy and paste. <laughs> they go, smart. Hey Ted. And then the generic cut pasted. That's smart. That's smart. I have to start. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So are you working on anything else? I know you have a child that keeps you busy. Yeah, no, that's been uh, a treat, you know, to have a three-month-old. He was born on Christmas, so oh. yeah, it's nice to have the little guy here, you know. Uh, li- like a lot of things, I think uh, it's bittersweet now. You know, things, things, everything seems to take on a, a bittersweet tinge because, um, you know, you want to, like like we took him out today, you know, so th- those are the kinds of things that we wanted to be doing for the past month, you know, just taking him outside, uh, to say nothing of seeing family. You know, we, we had this w- weird situation like a couple of weeks ago where I had to tell my parents, um, you can't come over, you know, right. they're in their, uh, mid to late seventies. And, you know, we were just kind of getting word about like what is safe or unsafe, both for them and, and for us. And if I had it, I, you know, I was just on the road. So I, I I didn't want to compromise them. So yeah, it's just weird. Like having to tell my parents that they can't see their grandchild, you know, um, they got it though. I assume, right? Oh yeah, they did. They did. They were very understanding. Um, yeah. I've had things where like, it's not quite the same where you're just like the elevator opens up, there's someone standing on it and I kind of just don't get on or no, I, maybe that's I, exactly, I, that's exactly like a grand and, not being there. 
<laughs> no, I mean, it's it's like a thing where you feel built guilty about doing something that you... No, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's no. Exactly- it, all these interactions, right? <laughs> like, they are weird. Like, I saw a neighbor and I didn't want her to get any closer, you know, like, we just when I was throwing out the trash. Yeah. Uh, I was like, all right, stay, stay over there, <laughs> you know? I stand by my elevator example being a parallel to the grandparent thing. <laughs> on my birthday, you're slamming me on my own podcast. Wow. I had to, I had to get one slam in yeah, no, you know, mean, for your birthday. I can't be like a guy who dishes it out and doesn't take right. it. No, that's true. That's true. What, uh, have you been cooking a lot? Yeah, we have actually. Um, yeah, we're, we're doing – I made a nice shrimp with like a garlic sauce. Oh, you know? man. Yeah, yeah. Serve it over rice? Uh, no, this was over linguine. That works. Yep. So you made a scampi. Yeah, kind of a scampi. Kind of a scampi. Did you follow a recipe or did you wing it? I winged it on this one because I've made enough of these types of things. Uh, did you? Did I ever tell you that I took cooking lessons when I was like 12 or 13? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. I had a neighbor who was a, uh, I don't know if chef would be too generous, but he was a cook. And uh, he knew that I had taken an interest in the culinary arts. So he was, you know, he and his wife were friends with, with my parents. So I would go over to their place and, and cook like every Saturday or Sunday, I would, I would make a dish and then bring it back to my family to, to eat. And were you good? Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Not Did bad. you ever professionally cook like a, as a day job? No, no, nothing like that. Nothing like that. But I, but I enjoy the kitchen. I enjoy like trying to, uh, you know, trying to see if I can take it up a, a level from the usual fare. Yeah, I've winged a few things. I mean, I've been doing a lot of microwaving. And I <laughs> set up my smoke alarm uh, the other day because I literally heated up two tablespoons of oil. And I guess I turned it on too high. And <laughs> and then I'm freaking out because my alarm went on. I didn't even know where my alarm was. And, oh, uh, wow. yeah. But... Well, there's so many great videos on YouTube now, right? Do you, do you follow videos as you do it? Uh, no, I mean, this time, this was just like a frozen thing that I was making, but, uh, ah, okay. Okay. <laughs> but, so you haven't done any takeout then, huh? No, I would say, uh, probably it's been close to a month for any takeout. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, we just felt like the combination of not wanting to bring anything in. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, we, we were torn about, like, folks, you know, even even though obviously it provides an income for them, uh, for the, the delivery people, for the restaurant business in general, um, we felt torn about, like, putting people in harm's way, like, just having them, like, when everyone else is on lockdown, like, you know, in, in some sense, it feels as though they're deemed expendable. Well, I mean, they're also working because they need to work. So, I mean, you're giving yeah. them work. Yeah, no, I I get it. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a uh, it's a weird situation. Um, so you're saying you've been getting nightly? I have been, but then I, you know, I I fucking, you know, I have wipes and I wipe it down. It's just weird to smell yeah. a Lysol wipe on this great food that you just. I know. It's I like know. the smell of the great food and Lysol together. Yes, I know that is very weird because it's so strong too. Those wipes are very. I know, man. But we've been wiping down it. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've talked about this. Any anything that comes in from from mail to boxes, deliveries, anything, even the bottoms of our shoes if we've been outside, we've been. Yeah, I've been doing that too. Oh, 
who knows? You know, you just try to. I worry about. I feel like that is going to drive a few people crazy. If people are are uh, given to like OCD type things, or yeah, I mean, like I'm already a little germaphobic, so yeah, yep. it's kind yep. of a little off the rails now with this. Yeah, yeah, no, because it's like you you kind of wonder how much is too much, but in a global pandemic, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is is there such a thing as too much? I mean, probably differs for everyone. It is when your hands are bleeding from washing. <laughs> yeah. And they have to clean blood. <laughs> right, right. What do you have for dinner tonight, Ted? We, there was some discussion about a Mexican type meal. So, um, yeah, we might do like a rice and beans or some sort of. Oh, that of, sounds uh, good. Yeah, maybe, maybe throw in. We, my wife is vegan, but we do have like those kind of field roast uh meat substitute type thing so those we'll, are pretty we'll good see. actually i mean i'm those not i don't know that particular brand but uh yes. beyond burgers and shit are pretty good yep yep there's a lot of good meat substitutes like plant-based stuff so uh yeah we have plenty of that stuff to throw in if need be oh man you have any you have anything planned like a project like a script or anything like a pandemic um, project other than doing the live streams, I'm doing two podcasts a week now. Uh, my really? Pod, yeah, my podcast is, comes out Tuesday and Friday now. Uh, it's called Damn. Little Me. And um, yeah, so I'm putting out those. And as far as like a larger scale thing, um, my friend Hollis, James, and I, we, we wrote Teacher's Lounge together. Uh, yeah. We, we've been collaborating on a screenplay. He lives in LA now, so we, we do it like via Skype or G chat or whatever. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, we've been writing a screenplay for over a year now. So we, you know, we'll probably pick up with that again. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm working on mine too. So the best, may the best screenplay win. <laughs> imagine the backlog of movies that are going to have to be made. Like by the time our screenplays are read, it's going to be like, I, we have 900 movies ahead of yours. That's hilarious, right? Yeah. And, and also yours is not going to get made. And I'm talking to both of us in that hypothetical. <laughs> that wasn't the slam on you. That was the, that was the industry talking to both of us. That's right. No, I, it felt um, familiar. It felt familiar. Ted, maybe we'll keep this. Maybe I'll do like shorter episodes than I usually do. What's the usual? Five hours. Now, usually I do 50 <laughs> to an hour, but nice. I think a good half hour is not so – that's not bad, right? I think that's the sweet spot for, for this current situation. Um, oh, shit. I lost my uh, – you can still hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I lost – oh, there it is. We're still going. Let's that's talk it. for like another three minutes so it's an even 30 minutes because my OCD will go off the rails if it does. Let me ask you this. Oh, you're asking me shit. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you you guessed it on my uh, on my Instagram live stream. Have have you done a bunch of that? Have you done any other live streams? Um, I like some like two. The other day, two people like woke up to two requests: one from Ireland and one from the UK nice. to do podcasts. And I just I agreed to one of them, and it was fine. He's actually the guy who taught me how to use this software that I'm using now. Sweet, which hopefully is going to sound okay and usable. But yeah. so I think I am a little more because it's like, God, it's someone to talk to, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's true. It, there is something cathartic about like connecting. Are, are these like friends of yours? These are. No, just, these are two people I, you know, that, that haven't met or heard of either of them. 
Oh, wow. Nice. But I kind of like look at their thing and like, all right, that guy had that guy on who's, who's good comic. So yep. I do minor, I do minor vetting. Yeah. But, yeah. But it's weird having like someone saying, can you do this? Like, when can you do this? I am, uh, my schedule's pretty clear. <laughs> I know. Since I know. I'm not allowed to do anything. It's, uh, yeah. It's hard to say no to things now. Um, but that's, that's one of the cool things that I've found about just in terms of like you, you're mentioning these international podcasts. One of the cool things, like when people comment on the live stream, I'm seeing that folks are like all over the globe, you know, from Brazil to oh, really? Ukraine, Australia, Poland. So that's, that's been kind of cool to just see that, uh, you know, cause you never know, like, and it's not like thousands of people are watching these live streams, but it's, it's kind of heartening to see that folks know you all over, you know, is there, is it getting traction? Like, do you notice more viewers every day or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was in the thousands the other really? day. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, not, not in real time. I'm talking about how many views it gets over 24 hours when it's. Oh, out. after you add it to your story. you mean? That's right. That's right. That's yeah. still a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been pretty cool. Um, we should all go to Gaffigan's house for dinner. <laughs> that's, that's not, not a far jaunt for you, right? You guys are, is, we're pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're close and I've socialized with him, I think once in 35 years, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, you <laughs> yeah. know, he's got five kids and a wife. I know. You've got Michaeline. I've got a little cat. She's yep. being cool. Um, did she, did yeah. Michaeline do anything special for the birthday? She, uh, I changed, I did something really like I, I changed her litter today, which is on her, on my birthday. I changed her litter. There you go. But man, it, oh God, it's uh, something about that. There's, I realize how helpless I am. I mean, like I've always done the litter, but like, I don't clean my own apartment. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, ugh, now I have to, I know it's boohoo. Right. But we, yeah, we, we got to take a stark look at, uh, at what we've become. <laughs> um, well, Ted, did I ask you if you have anything to plug? Do you have anything to plug? TedAlexandro.com. You can find all my, my stuff, my podcast, A Little Bit Me. And uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter and all the various – Instagram is where I'm doing these Teddygrams, these live nightly live streams. I noticed you're uh, verified on on instagram but not on twitter when when can we make that happen yeah i don't know i mean i almost take a measure of pride now that i'm that i'm not i don't really well yeah i don't i don't even know you know i think the instagram thing just happened it wasn't like i petitioned for it it just it happened and it just appeared yeah it appeared one day and then the uh twitter thing i think i did reach out to find out like how does that happen or can i do it um but yeah for whatever reason i'm i'm me but i'm not verified I used to have a hookup, but uh, mm. oh well. Those were simpler times. <laughs> well, Ted, uh, hang tight. Wait for this to upload and uh, <laughs> keep in touch, man. Thank you, buddy. Always great to talk to you. Great well. talking to you. The Top Barry Podcast. Goodbye, everyone. From New York City, it's the Todd Barry Podcast. The Todd Barry Podcast. A podcast network.